Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a special edition Inside the Bubble Sikkim podcast, keeping you in touch with Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA tournaments. The Sikkim podcast is presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Now, let's go Inside the Bubble with your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this special edition Inside the Bubble Sikkim podcast. And, Brooke, we are going to go inside the bubble in San Antonio, talk Lady Bear basketball, and who better to do that than Baylor women's coach Kim Mulkey as our guest on the Inside the Bubble Sikkim podcast. I cannot think of anyone better to start us off on the women's side. Coach, thank you for taking the time. Uh, normally, we would say out of your very busy schedule, but you're in the bubble kind of on quarantine lockdown right now. So thanks for chatting with us from the hotel room. Well, actually, I don't look forward to interviews, but I must admit that I was looking forward to this because it gave me <laughs> something to do. <laughs> we, we say inside the bubble, and that term's getting thrown around a lot. Uh, you, you, you're living it. I mean, you did in Kansas City, and now you're doing it in San Antonio. Uh, give us a sense of, of what that's like. Well, you're right. A lot of people don't know what that means. And for example, we um, reported to the hotel um, Tuesday night, and we immediately were uh, assigned our rooms and everyone is in an individual room. You don't have roommates uh, and you're only on two floors. You don't have the public on your floor. You only have your 34 in your party on the two floors. And then you go and you um, COVID test. Now there are five of us that uh, in the 34 that do not have to do the COVID test because we're still within the 90 day window of when we contracted it. So we walk with them just to have something to do and uh, we wait for them to finish and the entire party has to um, be negative before they will let us leave and go back to our hotel and we walk actually. Uh, from the hotel to the convention center where the uh, testing is done. All of our meals are delivered to our doors. We can in advance choose from a menu on what we want uh, for each meal. So um, that's kind of where we are now. After there are, I think, seven negative tests in a row uh, before we play, and you must remember we're testing every day. So our seven negative tests all go all the way back to the Big 12 tournament. We've been testing every day there as well. So, um, we're going to have a lot of tests done between now and that first game. And um, that's what we do. Then hopefully, um, you know, eventually you're going to have practice and, um, you know, we'll practice, I think, one time on the floor that we're going to play on. The other two times will be either on a court at the convention center or somewhere in the city. And um, that's basically our routine. We do 
um, have a room that's assigned to our team only where we can watch film and uh, go over scouting reports. And then we have two, we have actually three buses so that when, you know, you play your first game, we can't walk that far to the game, but you're spread out on three buses with 34 people. So they take the ones that have had COVID and can't get it right now and, you know, put them around people, uh, every other seat on a bus, six feet apart with mask on. Uh, it's, it's very detailed and, um, it's, it, you, you always crave for, uh, downtime. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure I'll ever crave for downtime. again. <laughs> right. You talk about all of the precautions and, and everything, and it just sounds crazy to be, to be doing all of that. But at this time last year, we were hearing of everything kind of coming to a halt and this, you guys would have done anything in order to play that. Um, so to be there and to after this entire year to actually be at the NCAA tournament and, and taking these precautions to be able to get on that floor and play, how do you feel about all of that? Well, we're certainly excited to, to be able to do something that last year's team and seniors didn't get the opportunity to do. We're not complaining. We are, we've adjusted fine. It's not something um, that's just totally new to us because of everything we've been through for actually a year now, but the bubble is a little bit more detailed than being at home at Baylor in your own apartment. Kim, what's it like or out around the city? Uh, and I guess you probably haven't been out much, but to have that many teams there, and I know you're kind of spread out San Antonio, San Marcos, Austin, but I can't imagine the logistics of having that many teams centralized like that. Well, I, I can't tell you all the hotels that are being used, but I know like one hotel has 11 teams there. And then we, I think, have eight teams here where we're staying. And then those that um, win and make it to like the round of Sweet 16, uh, we will move to another hotel if we're fortunate to get to the Sweet 16. Um, yeah, I, a great deal of planning is all that I could um possibly tell you that's that's taking place uh you know ironically i'll give a little shout out to uh, russ bookbinder coach grant oh, yeah. taft's um son-in-law you know he's a part of um i don't know what they call him here the commission uh that brought the final four to san antonio so i would imagine russ is is busy uh along with a lot of people with the ncaa to to make this happen you mentioned the party of 34 is that correct Mm-hmm. There's 34 and all 34 have to be cleared through COVID and things like that. Uh, for example, we um, were missing uh, three in our party of 34 in Kansas City. And so to replace them with someone and I replaced them with my grandson and his nanny, they not the canon, not my grandson, because he's only two, but everybody had to go through the same COVID uh, protocol in order to be able to join us. Um, we will have um, a situation here where Alex Olson, our trainer, has to leave. Uh, he's not going to miss a game, but he needs to leave for his grandmother's uh, funeral. And so Kenny Boyd has had to go through the protocol back at Baylor right now so that he can replace him here and have the number of negative tests. So it's detailed. You have to plan ahead. You can't just make a decision last minute. 
All right, uh, the 34, uh, give everybody, uh, we kind of take it for granted. We know who the 34 are for the most part, but that includes, uh, you know, your essential folk, your essentials, the coaches, players, obviously, managers. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's your, it's your players, obviously. And we were fortunate to add um, Chris Carr and uh, K-Mac because they're sitting out, okay. uh, but they, they're part of our 34. And uh, then you add all the coaches, obviously, all of the managers, uh, trainers, strength coach, uh, personnel that has traveled with us, um, doctors, um, and that 34 adds up quickly. Uh, the majority of uh, my staff are single, so they don't have spouses. And even those that do have spouses are not allowed to bring their spouses and their families. So it's a, a very um, strict policy and you're very limited. And the hard part, I think, for all of us that we don't look forward to is when we play the first and second round games, the only people allowed in the stands are those that are on our pass list. Well, who's usually on your pass list? It's your family and your right. friends. So when they come to a game, guys, we can only wave to them. We can't touch them. We can't hug them. We can't do anything. And that's going to be hard for a lot of us because there's a lot of children involved and they're not going to understand why mom's not over here loving on me or dad's not over here, you know, and um, that's the hard part. And we know that's going to happen Sunday because they will come to the games, but uh, we have to keep our distance. I know that's tough. Is there a, uh, a good, good side of that? Maybe a silver lining in that that group of 34, you and your team uh, are probably bonding like like never before. John, that actually started this whole year. That started early in the year because of all the travel stuff. I mean, we've bust on trips that we've never bust to in years. And, you know, you can cut up and laugh and talk and do things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because in in our world right now, like the trainer has to have a massive group text of 34 people and when to meet at which elevator and let's go over and be tested. So there's a lot of joking going on in those texts, particularly from me with the girls that they never get to see that side of um, because we just have time on our hands. Do you think, obviously, there's a difference in, you know, this tournament compared to the ones that you guys have played in in the past, but do you see any sort of benefit in the fact that there's no traveling? You don't have to travel from location to location. Um, obviously, you can't host the first couple of rounds at home, but to have all of them be in one spot, do you see a benefit of that or not really? Well, it's, it's a benefit if you want to talk about neutral sites. Um, I don't know that it's a benefit when you talk about fans in the stands, because if we were doing this under normal circumstances, it's been proven that you're just not going to have much of a following for a lot of teams. And that's why they went back to the first and second rounds being on the campuses of the top 16 seeds. Um, so I guess the benefit would be a neutral site for all 64 teams. Kim Mulkey is our guest on the special Inside the Bubble Sikkim podcast. Baylor, the uh, regular season and Big 12 tournament champs again this year. Coach, congratulations on two more uh, big trophies uh, this season. How how has uh, – I know you prepare for March. You get your team ready for March, and here we are. How has this season uh, – in what ways has it prepared you for where you are right now? 
none of us knew what to expect. Um, I think last March 12th, when we, you know, deplaned on that tarmac and, and basically the year was, was gone. Um, there was so much that took place um, through the summer and uh, you didn't have your players on campus and you were talking to them weekly through a Zoom call or a text message. It, um, it was really kind of weird. And yet when we first got them to campus, um, that was weird too, because you're usually around them all summer. So it's kind of um, impressive, if you want to use a word, that we responded the way we did. It's impressive that um, through all the things that everybody has been through, um, and then you add Moon and Dee Dee's injuries, um, you know, you just you just keep on keeping on. I, I think that uh, young people tend to bounce back quicker um, because they don't know any different. All they know is go to school, eat, drink, play basketball. And so when they got back into that routine, I think it, it was comfortable for them. The gym was comfortable for them. The outside stuff was not. And it will never be comfortable to test every day and to wear a mask and to take school and do things through a computer. It's been a different year for sure. Um, with last year being, um, you know, ending like it did, you guys are still the reigning national champions uh, from 2019, um, carrying that into this tournament. Um, you know, is there a certain mentality that goes along with that as you go into this tournament? Well, we have a lot of those players still on this team that experienced it. Now their roles are different. Uh, really, when you look at this team, there's two players that played a significant role in that last national championship. They're all significant players. But if you look, <coughs> excuse me, look at minutes played, D.D. and Melissa Smith are the two that, that you know, were, were on that floor when the buzzer sounded. And um, yet there's no greater feeling than winning a national championship. So the Queen and the Moon and all those players, Trinity, their time has come and now they want to experience that feeling again. Um, we do laugh and cut up about being the, the defending national champion because it seems like it's a long time ago. But the truth is um, we are the defending national champion. The truth is you just want another big 12 championship regular season and conference tournament. So we have a lot to be thankful for. And um, I keep saying it over and over. I still can't get over those four seniors from last year. And I remind the team this year, what if they walked in today and said it's over? Keep those four players in your thoughts, because that's a tough pill to swallow. That's going to stick with you a long time, isn't it? I don't know that I'll ever get over it, John. See, there's a very small window in a coach's career where you can financially make as much money as you can make and you better do it. And when you have an opportunity to win national championships. And I really, <coughs> excuse me, felt we had that opportunity last year. And um, we'll, never, we'll never get that back. Speaking of one of those uh, you, that, you know, we've all talked about not getting that opportunity to uh, defend the national title was Lauren Cox. Um, and then when you speak about the 2019, you had Kalani Brown. Um, looking at the game that you guys played at that point, they were 6'7", 6'4". They were 
the biggest bigs, um, you know, across the board. And now your bigs, while they are not lacking any success of their own, Melissa Smith is reigning in the awards left and right. But Nalissa and Queen are a little smaller um, on the height scale than Kalani and Lauren. So how has your game changed, if any, um, going into this year and kind of developing as the season has gone on to this point? Well, it's our job to evaluate their skill set. Uh, 2005, our posts were about the size of our posts this year, Sophia Young and Stephanie Blackman. You run things on the offensive end <clears throat> to fit their skill set and to make them successful and to make us successful. Um, the two posts we have this year, they're not true back-to-the-basket post players, but what they do is phenomenal in rebounding, athleticism, running the floor. Um, they have become better defenders um, through the course of their career, uh, deflections. Um, they're not just going to, you know, bury you down there deep. They're going to do athletic things more or less. And, um, you know, they, they are um, very successful in their own right. Um, they're very good players, but you don't compare them to Kalani and, and LC. Kim, uh, Jackson State, your opening round opponent. You're the two seed. They're the 15th seed. Uh, you've got a little history with Jackson State. You personally have some history with them. I know the Jackson State team we will face this year, if you look at their schedule of games, they only had one close game in the SWAC. You look at who they scheduled in non-conference games and who they lost to, those are pretty darn good programs that they lost to. Um, so we know that we've got our hands full. We know that, um, you know, that they're good. It, it, they wouldn't be here if they, they didn't run the table in the SWAC and, and play um, a, a brand of basketball that's, that's very good. So we will get in the, the film room tonight and, and we will start working on Jackson State. Final thought, your uh, one assistant coach short, mm -hmm. Rice is not with you. Congratulations to uh, she and Jesse on the birth of baby Reeves, but uh, how do you make up for the loss of Kaylin? Well, fortunately for us, we've got coaches that can, you know, pull the slack, do whatever needs to be done. You know, we missed two of them at the uh, conference tournament and people just step up. It's just like a basketball team. You know, when somebody goes down, the next man's up. And so we've, we've got it all covered and uh, you're excited. We're excited about uh, meeting Reeves. We've not met her yet because of COVID. So, Hopefully when the season's over and we get back to Waco, um, we can we can touch her and hold her. And we're just excited that both mom and, and, and Kaylin and, and baby Reeves are, are doing good. They're home. And um, it's just funny. I'm going to be so curious to see how tall she is. Dad's about <laughs> six, eight and mom's about five, two. Right. So somewhere in there, there's got to be a six foot post player, I would think, somewhere down the line. That's great. You're starting early. Well, between <laughs> between baby Reeves and uh, baby Sage due in June, you've got some future little lady bear recruits on the way. <laughs> well, if if I'm coaching by the time those kids are eligible to be in college, <laughs> would y'all please come and just push me off the court? Because uh, that's that's what 18 years away, guys, and I'm going to enjoy watching those young young babies grow up. Well, we can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, it's been great visiting with you from inside the bubble. And we wish you all the best in the first round game against number 15, Jackson State, 
uh, Sunday tomorrow, 3 p.m. on ABC. Thank you, guys. It's Kim Mulkey, our guest on the Inside the Bubble Sikkim podcast. Lady Bears, the number two seed in the NCAA tournament and opening, uh, as Brooks said, against Jackson State on Sunday. Thanks for being with us. Stay tuned and more Inside the Bubble Sikkim podcast coming in the near future. There's only one Motor Trend Truck of the Year. It's Ram from Allen Samuels. Now, kick off the new year with remarkable savings on new Rams during the Allen Samuels Start Something New sales event. This special New Year's event is underway right now, and you can save thousands on new Rams. Ram, for your family, farm, or business at Waco's most trusted dealer, Allen Samuels. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. You've been listening to a special edition Inside the Bubble Sikkim podcast. Be sure to subscribe and watch for more from Inside the Bubble with Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA tournaments. The Sikkim podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Baylor Athletics.